Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's FF episode 2694. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's a daily podcast. The last podcast was called Tubers. And I found out a little bit about that kind of thing that I was singing about. It is Tubers. They are delicious. I don't know if they are nutritious, but that's the end of the song. Because today has been a busy day, yes? Mike's Daily Podcast. Maybe for you even, even though as we are broadcasting to you through Cafe Anyway, Mike's somewhere in Podcastro, Valleyton, Podcast. the last place on earth. Yeah! We are wrapping up the National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day. What? October 21st. One of my favorite cheesecakes. Wow. What's a close second? Maybe that one uh, one with the chocolate peanut butter thing. And it's also National Reptile Awareness Day. If you weren't aware that there are reptiles, yes, they are around. Maybe not. I don't see them so much this time of year. More in the summer. I see them sunning themselves. Lizards around the Bay Area as you go hiking and whatnot. It's National Apple Day, and I have lots of apples in my backyard. And if you have not yet gone and watched the hilarious Ada Bryant and Kate McKinnon skit they did with Woody Harrelson a couple years back where they're advertising a apple farm, it's absolutely true. People go they poke fun at all the things that are true about apple farms. One of them being, people pay like 45 bucks just to pick apples off of trees. And they get $10 worth of apples. Oh, but it's the experience, Mike. What? You're just picking the apple. There are so many trees that I see. Maybe it's a California thing. I don't know. Where people neglect the fruit. In fact, there are local organizations that will get that fruit. And here's today's podcast picture. They will glean the fruit that's not being used. So that it can go to people that will actually eat it. All the apples in my backyard, unless the apple is just rotten and all mushy and brown, that I can't do. Or if it's full of insects, no. Or if it's been eaten by a rodent with little teeth that are so cute, no. The late great Basil the Boxer used to chase such animals about. But no, I do not, I will not eat those apples, but the rest are okay. And then sometimes you can chop off the little blemish or whatever it is that freaks you out. Mike rips someone a new one. So there's a song, speaking of animals, there's a song by Def Leppard called Animal. One of my favorite Def Leppard songs. It came out on the album Hysteria. And Hysteria was an interesting album. When it came out, they released a single called Woman. And it did not do that well. Uh, they had a video to it. I don't think you even hear it. Any No stations play it anymore that I know of. The second single was Animal. And that was, I think the video had something to do with a circus. And that song just had this driving. It had that... Pyromania photograph feel to it It was a great song Mutt Lang produced it Shania Twain's ex-husband He also produced Billy Ocean ACDC And it was and, And the Cars And it just It was a great song Then 
Then they did something amazing, Def Leppard. They put out a song called Pour Some Sugar On Me. And the lead singer, his name is Jeff something, I forget. He, or Joe, Jeff, he raps. You've heard the song. It's played a zillion times a day on 80s radio stations, 80s flashback stations and and rock stations. And yeah, he he rapped along and the song was huge. It influenced some of the stuff that Mutt Lang did later with Shania Twain. It influenced some ACDC. It was just the biggest song from Hysteria. Then they did Love Bites. That went to number one. Pour Some Sugar On Me went to number one. The fourth... Oh, I missed Hysteria, didn't I? The song Hysteria. That came out in between Animal and Pour Some Sugar On Me. Life From memories, because I'm almost 55 and I remember some of the 80s, my friend. And I just remember taking... uh, I had the record for Pyromania. I think I got it from the radio station. And it was a very long album. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it was a longer than usual record. They were able to fit more music on it. And they s- did some kind of digital enhancement on the vinyl back then. I don't know if it was real or not. But I remember recording it onto cassette. And then I had a boombox. And I took that cassette and boombox with us, the group of friends that I had. And we'd go to tennis courts that were empty at night. And we go out there. My mom had a bunch of tennis rackets. <laughs> My mom was into tennis and then later got into racquetball. And she, she was quite the athlete when I was a kid. So all these old tennis rackets are lying around. I go, you get a tennis racket. You get a tennis racket. You I'm just giving them to all my friends. And we go out to these tennis courts. I take the boombox, blast, hysteria. Why not pyromania, Mike? Well, I didn't have that. But yes, great songs on that too. So I'm blasting Hysteria. There's those songs. I didn't even mention Armageddon it. And then the the other one. Oh, Rocket. Rocket, yeah. If you were a radio station that played the album version of Rocket, you you were occupied for 10 minutes. It is a long song. They did a single version that got big on the radio, but yeah. Sorry, I went into a little pyromania. I mean, uh, hysteria. I mean, I went into a little bit of Def Leppard talk. But we would blast that album, play tennis, throw the ball at each other. And then we'd take the rackets while, you know, there's a guitar solo during one of the songs. And you take the racket and you can make it look like a guitar if you flip it around. And we were acting like we were doing the air guitar. Fun times. And then we tried to play a little tennis. That's what we did. That's how we got crazy. News random. Uh, under Underaged fun that we had as teenagers. We were able to drive and do that. What's that got to do with National Apple Day? I'm not sure. But apples. So good for you. I'm getting quite a lot into making the... Apple uh, cobblers. I'm doing a lot of that, but because it's rather simple. It is also n- Back to the Future Day. Oh yeah, because that date, this date, 
kind of figured into or October 21st figured into the movie somehow I forget outside a cafe anyway somewhere in Podcastro Valley Ten, the last place on earth look who's here hi Mark it's Benita the Rodeo Queen how y'all doing I brought my horse today I had to just go and player tell you what what Shanon Twain was great she wasn't really country though that ain't country oh okay I think you know she did the wrote interesting lyrics that had kind of a country sound there was steel guitar stuff on there but yeah definitely a modernized pop mutt lang version of country so we can agree to disagree I think we will look who else is here Hello, Mike. I'm making delicious root beer right now. Have some. All right. Mm. Oh, mighty good. Is there some pumpkin latte in that? Yeah, I made pumpkin latte. I think it was pumpkin latte day recently. Well, what is on tap for tomorrow on October 22nd? Aye. That means one month away from the 55th birthday. Awesome. Fair and unbalanced. You know, age is just a number. You're only as old as you feel. All of that stuff, I guess, is true. Let's see. October 22nd. It does not tell me here. Tomorrow. Oh, here we go. I click on tomorrow. I went to nationaldaycalendar.com. Oh, it's National Make a Dog's Day. And we heard the late great Basil the Boxer. We often went to Half Moon Bay. That's a podcast picture, by the way, two years ago. It was very difficult for me to go back to that little beach that we used to go to. I call it Basil's Cove, but we, uh, it was tough. Without him But I started going a little more often Two years ago He passed away three years ago It took about a year to really Mourn that dog Because he was such a good Dogs can really Wow Dogs are incredible In fact down at Jack London Square Jack London Of course His biggest Books Having to do with dogs And The Experiences they went through And wolves and things Other canines Jack London Square Had a canine day Actually canine.org was down there I don't know exactly what was going on But it was Looked like it was I got there I was there walking Just walking past Really early So I didn't see what they were really doing But there were a lot of dogs there And I, I miss dogs I'm gonna have to At some point get another one But right now, I am happy with helping my neighbor out walking his dog. Because they're cool people and the dog, Roscoe, is really nice. Just want to also mention, if you're listening to this on the 22nd, it is National Mother-in-Law Day. I had a mother-in-law. She was very awesome. I don't talk to her much anymore. She's up in Oregon now, so I wish her all the best. But she is a great lady. It's National Color Day. And do you really appreciate color? If you're colorblind, I don't know if you know what you're missing. It's, I know some people describe it to me as, eh, it's a, eh, I, I work around it. A lot of engineer types I know were 
colorblind. I don't know what that is, but yeah, it's so important to treat your eyes well and appreciate color, appreciate your sight, appreciate what you have. I guess is what I'm saying. Hey, real quick before we get into the let's go back with Matthews thing. Let's go find some interesting stuff here that Rob Black was telling me about. I produce his podcast, The Rob Black Show. He talks about money stuff. He's on in the Bay Area on AM 1220 KDOW, the business talk station. And he does that weekday mornings. He's also in the Bay Area on TV at 9 a.m. in the 9 o'clock hour on Cron TV. So weight loss drugs are the biggest disruptive technology that Rob has ever seen. Insurance plans could blockbuster, could cover blockbuster weight loss uh, medications. GLP-1 drugs, Ozempic and Wegovy are popular for off-label use for weight loss on average of about 15% or more. GP-1 is a hormone our bodies use that triggers the pancreas to produce insulin. These drugs are owned by Norva Nordisk. In America, 70% of people are obese or overweight. First of all, I just want to just um, thank everyone for joining us here on this show. This is great. But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. <laughs> I am a little overweight and I want to get it off by eating healthier. Don't eat the bad stuff. Stay away from the bad stuff and exercise more. I know those two things are really tough for people to do, especially in our society where on every corner we have fast food places. Right? God. And the television is constantly running commercials for fast food places and pizza and everything and burgers and everything else that are bad for you. But it's important to try and get through that and eat as best you can healthy stuff, vegetables, fruits. Mike scavenger hunt. Make it a more plant-based diet. Pretty interesting. The Mediterranean diet, as they say. Heck, I'll eat olives all day. <laughs> but that's probably not good for me either. Obesity contributes to heart failure, breast cancer, colorectal cancer, prostate cancer, asthma, stroke, heart disease, Alzheimer's, chronic back pain. Oh, I had that for a while when I was really overweight. I don't miss that. Arthritis, diabetes, and hypertension. You know, about two weeks ago, I had the issue with my garage door I told you about. And I basically had to, the garage door was basically locked in place and I had to remove it by removing the bolts and then basically carry it out. And I did it all by myself and I thought, oh, for sure I've messed up my back. But no, I didn't. At almost 55, I didn't mess up my back. Had I done that when I was obese, seriously obese, overweight, that I would have had serious back issues the next day. I know that because like even picking up a suitcase or something full of clothes would give me a bad back. The direct and indirect cost of obesity total $1.7 trillion. That is 7% of the GDP of the U.S. 7%. 15 percent. A 15% reduction in body weight would move 43 million Americans out of the obese column. 
Globally, 800 million people, including 50 million children, are now obese. Globally. In July, a bipartisan group of lawmakers introduced a bill and actually reintroduced a bill to reauthorize medical coverage of weight loss medications. This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. MTV News. You hear it first. But they, some of this overweight thing is based on your BMI. And now that is really being looked over closely, scrutinized, because that was not set up really correctly. A lot of health experts say, uh, doctors and so forth. Retail sales rose last month. Consumers showed surprising strength in September despite high interest rates and worries over a weakening economy. Retail sales rose eh, 0.7, not even one percentage point on the month. Gas station sales were strong because prices at the pump accelerated. They say prices are starting to come down, but I paid over five bucks a gallon today. The numbers are not adjusted for inflation, so they indicate that consumers more than kept up with price increases. Sales gains were broad-based. Online sales rose about one percentage point. Motor vehicle parts and dealers saw a 1% increase. Food service and drinking places grew by almost 1%. And a yearly increase though, for food and services, over last year, 9.2% more. The Micropedia in That goes to show that we really missed going to restaurants, going out to eat during COVID, even though we could pick up a lot of it and take it home. But a lot of people were not into that. But we did it. And the guy, oh, what's his name? Is it David Chang who's on Netflix? He He's the cook. I must... I think I've got his name somewhat right. <laughs> he has this one episode where he was... It was during COVID. And he ordered food from like five different restaurants. And he just did like a smorgasbord. But see, that was before... All the inflation really hit us. Prices were still somewhat decent. Now it's out of control. And as soon as restaurants started increasing the prices because the food prices were going up, well, they're never coming back down again. They're only going to go up. And the that is why the, the uh, tipping is now, well... There's a rebellion going on in the tipping world. People are saying they've they've hit the tipping point and they've said no more because you buy anything at a store and you're going to use your credit card. They flip around that tablet thing that you use with your finger and you sign with your finger and it's all touchpad with your finger thing. And they say, oh, how much do you want to tip? Well, all I did was buy chips. All I did was buy gum. Why am I going to tip you for that? And it just asks it by default. Well, people are sick of that. I'm tipping you too much anyway. Your prices are too high anyway for your food, for your restaurant. Nope. I am trying not to eat as out as Everybody much. Everybody make some noise! <laughs> Bringing to you live from... 
podcast of Valleymont. <laughs> Mike's Daily Podcast. <laughs> the News Bleed Section. Matthew's News. But retail sales are the biggest part of our economy. These birds, they're, they're real, aren't they? Ah, what's happening? It's the Truman Show. Uh? California, California taxpayers. Why is California the hardest word in the world for me to say? California taxpayers have until November 16th to file federal state tax dead. What? I thought it was October 16th. I don't know if that's correct, Rob Black. The price of Girl Scout cookies is going up. Thin mitts. Ah, that is the least favorite box for me. I get the peanut butter chocolate thing, but yeah, people love the Thin Mints. It used to cost five bucks. It'll now sell for six bucks in many areas. And ATM fees are higher than ever for out of network. Why? Why would you do that and get your money out by the ATM when there are so many other options? Credit cards, debit cards. Use a bank that's got more ATMs available. I haven't taken money out. So I remember doing it a lot in the 2000s, going to ATMs. And I used a bank that allowed me, they had a lot of ATMs, so I never was charged. And then credit cards got more usable. People were taking them. And I just got more into that habit of using that instead of using uh, having cash on hand. But now to get money from your own bank, but using an out of network ATM, $4.73 in fees on average. You're paying over four bucks. Back in 1998, the average cash machine customer paid about $1.97, which I thought was ridiculous back then. The average rose to $3.74 then by 2010. And then five years later, it was four and a half dollars. So, yeah, try your best to stay in network and avoid those fees. Well, it's been a crazy week and I just got to tell you, I want to stop listening. A podcast I used to listen to for a long time. I'm I, I had to recently unsubscribe from it. And I'm going to stop listening to it on the radio. It's on the radio on two of the national public radio stations locally. And the show is called On the Media. And I'm so upset. They broadcast out of WNYC in New York. On accident, I stayed at a hotel right across the street from WNYC. My then wife and I, we go to New York. It was the first time I actually went to New York. And... We had a credit card that, the you know, whenever you put money on it, it would give you rewards points that you could use towards things like a hotel. And this hotel took our rewards points. So we stayed there basically for free using the rewards points, I guess, which is not technically free. But we got to stay there and I'm looking out the window and right across the street is WNYC and it's several floors and I'm looking right into their studios and I thought, oh, fantastic. Well, it is a Peabody award-winning podcast. 
that host Brooke Gladstone scrutinizes threats to free speech and government transparency, casts a skeptical eye on media coverage of the week's big stories, and unravels hidden political narratives in everything we read, watch, and hear. It also slants all the way to the left. Not a little, not a, oh, we're moderate. No, no, it's all the way to the left. Oh my. I know it didn't used to be like that. It didn't used to lean as much. I remember one time, this is, I think in the 90s or early 2000s, they were doing a story on how the laugh track that you heard watching Friends was different from the laugh track you heard on other shows because they were one of the first to do some like different live audience recording and they the the audiences you could tell because like the old style laughter that you hear like on the Brady Bunch that was canned that was pre-recorded and then you know a lot of sitcoms say they're supposed to tell you at the beginning well if it is filmed in front of a live audience they'll say Cheers was filmed in front of a live audience that kind of thing which they don't really do anymore that kind of sitcom has gone away it's now more done like a modern family where you pretend it's a documentary being filmed or something along those lines. But it, that was, I thought, oh, fascinating. That's true. The, the laughter I hear when I'm watching Friends sounds way different than, you know, the old style laughter. That kind of thing I found interesting. But now... Now it's all about like, oh, the media. So everything you hear conservative talk radio show hosts yell about the media, the drive-by media, the left-wing media. On the media will say, oh, the media is so right-wing. And they'll say even like CNN is right-wing. And they are very much with this whole Israel, uh, Hamas thing going on. They are really saying that they are not telling the whole story that they are saying that media in general is favoring Israel. And I go, okay. I listen to that and say, all right. Okay, you're on the media. You got your Peabody Award winning. Okay. And they, uh, uh, how are they going to tell the story about the, ho- the, the ho- hotel, the hospital? And the, the tragic story behind that. And the truth came out that it was actually a rocket fired from somebody on the Hamas side. What's the cliche of the week? 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 What level of who is exactly behind it? But yes, it was not Israel's fault. But then on the media, in their last podcast was saying, oh, that was all, they were basically almost saying that that was a lie. That wasn't true. What's the cliche of the week? 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 It's... I gotta take a break from NPR these days, basically. 
and take a break from. Well, I've unsubscribed from On the Media, so I'm not going to listen to their podcast anymore. Mike's absolutely useless review. Brooke Gladstone, very smart reporter, commentator, but that's what she is. And she doesn't, she bookends the shows now. She doesn't really do much of the interviews. Well, I like the whiny white man wine list. But just what they, what they're choosing to report on these days, I'm just not into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. It's not really, I don't think it's really what it, it, it's gone down. I used to love it. Now it's not what I... Let's, let's go, go back, back with, with Matthew. Matthew. But hey, let's go back in time, shall we? Let's go back to a time when radio was different, when the laugh tracks were different, when everything was different, and yours truly was on the radio on a country station in Ventura County. And I had just interviewed a country singer by the name of James House. He didn't get too enormously huge. But he did have uh, one big hit song on the country charts called This Is Me Missing You. He had a neat voice, a neat sound. And I had just gotten done interviewing him, and it sounded a little something like this. In K. Hello. Hi, Matt. Hi, who's this? This is Bob. Hi, Bob. How you doing? You let this guy on the radio? (laughs) Hey, they let anybody nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, just listen to Rush. But anyway, Bob, what would you like to say to Mr. Yeah, just listen to Rush. But anyway, Bob, what would you like to say to Mr. House? I'd like to ask Mr. House if, uh, are you guys going to be at FanFest? Call me James. Yeah, yeah, we'll be at FanFair this year, yes. Oh! On the Epic Show. No, FanFest. Oh, no, uh, I'm not sure about what FanFest is. Is that here? It's the LA County Fairgrounds. Uh, I don't think so. We still will be with uh, Trish Yearwood out on those dates out on the uh, East Coast, I think. But, uh, oh, okay. Well, but, uh, thanks for asking. If he comes by, we will definitely showcase him on the uh, concert calendar. Okay, concert guide. We'll let you know. And it's should, line three. Should I put line three on too? No. Okay. Avoid line three. It's some um, prank caller. All right. Well, guys, you can go now if you want. Thank you, James. And you. Uh, we'll have uh, another ten in a row for you next, and start taking care of dedications. And we'll kick it off. Let's see who we got. We got uh, Brooks and Dunn coming up. Once again, thanks to James House. This is Jim Black on Beach, Arroyo Verde Park, Pierpont Beach. Ten in a row! And it is 10.53. Good evening, Matt Michaels. Got another ten in a row for you here at the KHA Santa Fe Cafe. We're going to take care of your dedications at 656 or 650-KHAY on Country 101. Matt Michaels! 100.7 KHAY, ten in a row, continuous new country. That is Neil McCoy here at the KHA Santa Fe Cafe. Awesome thing to make it. KHAY Ventura. Country 101, Clyde the Tap Dancing Puck, dancing around like a major. Way to go. Hello, who's this? Hey, Hi, who's this? This is Bob. Hi, Bob. Did you enjoy talking to James House? Oh, that was great. What? It's, it's- 
great that you guys can get actually get the people there. Yeah. Oh, well, they come here. They they love the Santa Fe Cafe. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, that's good. It was a real loose show. James yeah. was as much of the host of the show as I was. Oh, good. In fact, I was more of a passenger than a host. Hey. Johnny Carson would never want me on his show. Oh, well, you never know. No. Bob, I know. <laughs> what would you like to hear? How about going through the big D dancing? Oh, you got it. Excellent suggestion. Have a good night, Bob. Is that uh, going out to any- Oh, is that going out to anyone? Just no. Oh, okay. I always ask that just in case. Well, I've been there, done that, so, oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just like the song in the dance mix version. Well, thank you, Bob. George Strait on 100.7 KJY. Ten in a row continuous new country. You can't make a heart love somebody. Well, Friday nights are usually amateur night here at the K.H. Santa Fe Cafe. We've been uh, talking to James House tonight. We had uh, uh, like a full concert for almost an hour with him. And, well, we're, we do have a performer who's going to sing for us now on amateur night. Go ahead. Mom, I'm going to look up. Oh, man. I just, sorry, I just got so nervous, I guess. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, Garth sings just like that. Wow, wow. See, we had fun with the listeners. That Bob, was it Jim? Bob, I forget. I I should just hit rewind and find out. But he liked the song Going Through the Big D, and I don't mean Dallas. Of course, he's talking about divorce. That was a great song for Mark Chestnut. It was a fun used to play that all the time around that time. That was about 95, I think. So almost 30 years ago. And if we go back a little bit further to 1989, yes, in the 80s, we were where we started this whole thing off about Def Leppard and one, uh, what not. Yours truly was on the radio at a station in Santa Barbara called Y97. I told a very interesting story about that what happened there and some of it is there recorded on Wikipedia I did not write that Wikipedia entry but definitely could concur a lot of what they were talking about did happen and the station is gone now it is now a Christian station Christian music station part of the K-Love network but here's a little bit of Y97 in 1989, and I am super young here. I'm in my 20s. Ladies from Dino and a song called 24-7. Well, that's going to do it for me and Mike Matthews, and good luck to you on this Super Bowl Sunday. If you have money on the game, I, I hope you win. But, you know, we all can't win. Some of us are going to lose dearly, and we're going to lose lots of money. Uh, <clears throat> not me, though. Well, we have a special Martin Luther King special on Santa Barbara Speaks Out coming up now with Tom Carroll. So stay tuned for that. So this is Mike Matthews saying have a great Sunday and goodbye. 197. Wow. I don't remember that. I do remember doing that. That was like an early morning shift on Sunday, uh, Saturday mornings. The Chart Travelers. Hello and welcome to The Chart Travelers, the radio show where if it moves, we play it. Hello, I'm Mike Matthews, and every week we play the songs that are moving the most on the top 40. The smallest mover, that is the song that didn't move much this week, is a song by Cheap Trick. It's called Ghost Town. It's a song inspired by the Old West. Now, now, do you remember the Old West, Mr. Reagan? Well, he, he knew. Anyway, this song moves one place this week. Aw, Ghost Town by Cheap Trick. That was the huge album that had the flame on it. 
and their cover of Elvis's Don't Be Cruel. And that was a show that you heard. I was trying to, let's say, uh, make a demo tape to get this show played on the radio station. I wanted to play it for the program director, give him an idea of what the show would sound like. But I don't think I ever gave that to him. But I made a nice little tape of a show called The Chart Travelers. <laughs> the, the, the songs that were moving the most on the, tra- on the charts. It didn't quite uh, happen. All right, one more. Oh, my gosh. The bottom of the chart. Pretty good songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth But you know what? They come back up and people start playing them. And it's like, oh, where'd that come from? And that sounds like Duran Duran. Oh, I don't think there's any. Here's Huey Lewis. KHDY Y97 with the latest from Kylie Minogue. It's no secret. I'm Mike Matthews, the early morning substitute disc jockey. And today in music history in 1988, Chicago music critic Charles Eddy sued the Beastie Boys for half a million dollars. He alleged the rap group broke into his Hollywood motel room as he slept and poured water on his head. Hmm. Ah. All right, one more. I lied. And this was another radio station a couple years later. Uh, just before the other one we heard from Kehei, I was on a station called The Bus 96.7. This was 30 years ago. Paul Ventura, The Bus 96.7. More than oldies, The Bus 96.7, Mike Matthews. On a Saturday afternoon, we got chances for you to win with The Bus 96.7 bumper sticker. Keep it here for details and places where you can pick one up on The Bus 96.7. Yeah, we might need that umbrella, as a matter of fact. It's more than all these, the bus at 96.7. Monday through Friday at noon, we take you back in time with the Warehouse Top 10 Countdown. Stephanie Rose will be here playing back all those songs made popular on that date. Listen for the Warehouse Top 10 Countdown, only here on the bus at 96.7. KXBS Santa Paula Ventura, the bus 96.7. Yes, it was kind of an oldies station. And that doesn't exist anymore either. So thanks for going back with me, Mike Matthews. Let's go back with Matthews. If you would like to chime in about any of the stuff we covered on today's show, you can call me. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it is a free. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.